Welcome to an extra point episode, a little bit shorter than most. Uh, week eight in the books now. And yeah, what are we at? Halfway or we're, we're, we're over we're, halfway? We're, aren't we? we're technically just about halfway. I think uh, next week is the halfway mark officially, yep. but we're, we're we're just about there. Bye weeks are in full effect right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. For most teams, if they haven't already been on a bye week, we had a uh, 15 games last week, so two teams on a bye. Yeah. Um. It will be a little bit shorter of an episode today. We're just going to kind of go over the scores quickly and uh, from last week and, you know, maybe touch on a couple things. It'll be just me and Bobby today, Matt, uh, out doing his thing, busy man, yep. uh, letting him do his thing. We got his uh, Thursday night pick, and we'll post up his rest of his picks for the weekend, uh, probably tomorrow. Yep. Uh, but tonight, before we get into football, it is a big night for me and you, Rob. Oh, man, it's uh... – yeah, today's a real long day. As you can tell, I got my you've got your rend- I got my Rendon, Rendon and Soto, Soto 19. nineteen. I wore this all day. You know what? I wore this yesterday at work uh-huh. with the same um, shorts and the same shock, socks and shoes. I did wash them last night. Fantastic. And then I wore the whole <laughs> thing again today. I'm very superstitious, by the way. Yes. And um, if you know if things go the Nationals way tonight, I'll be uh, wearing the same thing tomorrow. So yes. Yeah, and we'll uh, see. It's gonna. This is this isn't this is gonna be crazy tonight. Yeah, I uh, had the had the Springer World Series jersey on last night because I wanted to finish it last night and. Yeah. Uh, you gonna change it up tonight? Have, or not? Yep, tonight we're going with the orange Altuve. Oh no, not the Altuve. Man, that guy's. I need every a, time he gets up at bat, man. I get like severe anxiety, man. I gotta like run to the fridge real quick. So I made a prediction with uh with Bregman that he would go off and change my cover photo, and tonight I changed it to Altuve oh, on my Facebook. Man. So go back and change it to the one you had yesterday. <laughs> I know I had Verlander. It didn't work for me too well, did it? <laughs> but hey, what a series! Yes, man. first time fantastic. in hundred. I think it's one hundred and twelve years in the World Series where no team going into Game Seven, no home team has won a game. Yes, that's, that's it, unbelievable. Nuts, nuts. And uh, up until last, I uh, know. So, and then also the first time that the first five games had been. Uh, no home team had won since '96 when the Yankees and Braves were in the World Series. Yeah, so that was that. That yeah, that, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, no matter like uh, obviously Wes is a Astros. Uh, Astros fan. I'm a Nats fan. Yes, um, yes. Even if you're not a fan of either team, I mean, there's just so much excitement. I mean, tonight's just going to be Epic. insane. I don't Epic. even know what to expect, man. I know Thank Scherzer's God, I'm on the mound. I mean, t- to me. I'm predicting I can't even – it's 50-50 game to me right now. From the, game seven, it's a 50-50. From the Astros side, I was told they did activate Garrett Cole um, for tonight. At some point, you may see him in, in emergency situations. So what's that, three days rest or – Two days. Two days? Two yeah. days. But so, it, hey, it's game seven of the World Series, Actually, bro. no, three days. You're right, three days. Yeah. So, yeah, no, exactly. They said the only pitcher that we don't have available tonight is Verlander. So. Yeah. I mean, look, Max was even uh, warming up last night. Oh, he's starting tonight. Yeah, he he's is, starting tonight. Yeah. But they actually were thinking about if they had to, they were going to put him in last night for an or so. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were warming him up at one point when it was tight, and then uh, that sixth inning random those those crazy calls in the sixth inning without touching too much on it. But um, right, yeah. it was it, it's going to be fun tonight. We're yeah. excited, so this will be a little bit yeah, of that's why we're cutting episode. off a little bit on the show. Yeah, don't worry, it's not going to be a permanent thing. Uh, right, yeah. right, exactly. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and go over some stuff from last week. Start you're starting with some of the games. Uh, Redskins Thursday night game at the Vikings. Vikings take it nineteen to nine. Moving on to six and two, the Redskins fall to one and seven. Stephon Diggs gets one hundred and forty receiving yards for the third straight game. Seahawks take the win versus the Falcons, twenty-seven twenty, in a game that wasn't that close. Uh, Seahawks move to six and two. Atlanta they will fall to one and seven. And 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 for Seattle, first uh, first time to being four on four and zero on the road. Since 1980. That's big for that's big for a team with a lot of home field advantage like them right there. They're looking pretty good right now. Exactly right. Philly gets the win in what a lot of people thought, saw as a shocker. Yeah. Uh, you called it, Bobby. A 31-13. That's going to put them to 4-4, four and four, keep them in the hunt in the NFC East. Meanwhile, the Bills yep. fall to 5-2, and two, still very much alive uh, in that AFC East race and in the wild card race as well. Yep. Uh, Chargers. Get the win uh, 17-16 after a missed field goal at the end by the Bears. To, uh, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying right now, like the Bears are kind of, you know, in a situation right now where they're, um, the last few games have been kind of tough. Uh, they're falling apart a little bit. I'm not saying their season's over or whatnot, but the Bears, you know, the way they started off really strong, they're kind of struggling as of late. And that was a big yes. win for the Chargers. Very big win for the Chargers. Keeps them alive. Uh, and, and what's been a down year in the AFC. Um, 
Giants get the uh, take the L, excuse me, versus the Lions, falling to two and six, while the Lions improved to three, three and one. Uh, 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 under the radar kind of good team, Matt Stafford and Co. Matt having Stafford, his best season of his career right now, yep. stat wise. Seven touchdowns Just in the no last defense two games. Those two teams right now, though. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, Raiders uh, can't hang on late versus the Texans. Texans take the win, moving up to five and three. Raiders fall to three and four. Deshaun Watson, second most pass touchdowns in Texans history. He will be sure to beat that this year, barring injury. Yep. Um, then you had the Jets going down to Jacksonville, taking the loss, fifteen to twenty-nine, dropping the Jets to one and six. And really, good game for Minshew. Oh, Kinda fantastic! Got back on track, you know. Yep, three uh, pass touchdowns, most for a rookie QB in Jaguars history. Uh, Jacksonville moves to four and four with a big matchup in London next week. The Bengals fall to zero and eight and bench Andy Dalton on his birthday, yeah. losing ten to twenty-four to the Rams. They moved to five and three. And Cooper Cup, an amazing game, two hundred and twenty receiving yards, most by Rams players since nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, it just seemed like every time I was looking at the red zone, you just saw Cooper Cup make plays up and down the field. He's um, that was a huge game by him. Yeah, he cost me big in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was on the other side. So the guy you were playing had him. Yeah, I'm assuming. Unfortunately. Drew Brees gets the win in his return, 31-9 over the Cardinals. Saints move to 7-1. and Latavius Murray, four scrimmage touchdowns in his last two games. Uh, Buccaneers take the loss to the Titans in another close one. Titans, uh, again, uh, Never somehow know what find to a way to win. Never know somehow, what to expect with yep. them. Um, four and four through the, through the first eight games. Tampa falls to two and five. Panthers uh, fall flat in their face off the bye week against the 49ers, uh, making the 49ers look like a legitimate threat in the NFC. Uh, yeah, that- 51 to 13, the most points by the 49ers since week 16 of 1993. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise to me. I mean, I thought the Panthers coming off a bye, and I think I picked them to go across and give um, San Fran their first loss of the As season. I. But I was kind of doubting San Fran. I knew they were a good football team, um, but after last week's win and the way they're looking right now, especially with Nick Bosa. I mean, the dominant performance that he had, mm-hmm. they're just – they are a legit Super Bowl contender right Most now. Most certainly. Like, there's no more sleeping on that team. No, absolutely not. Broncos lose another heartbreaker on a, a really bad horse collar penalty. Yeah, we were just uh, talking to Sawyer about that here shortly. It's been frustrating, you know, for those Broncos fans. They've had a couple tough losses. Big time. And uh, because of that, they fall to 2-6. and six. The Colts sneak out of the win, moving to 5-2 and two in a tight AFC South division. Uh, Vinatieri gets the, the winning 51-yard field goal with 22 seconds remaining. Still got it. Yep. Um, Patriots and Browns. Patriots uh, come away with the win 27-13. Really wasn't as close as the score says. Belichick with his 300th career win. That does include the playoffs. Um, 27-13. Browns still falling apart. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough year for a Browns fan and uh, all the players pretty much overall. Mayfield's having a hard time right now. And uh, what most people th- didn't think was going to be a good game, uh, Andy Reid gets Matt Moore ready and gets him out there and playing really well against the Green Bay Packers who come away with a close 31-24 victory to, to improve to 7-1. and The Chiefs still, uh, still kind of have a stranglehold in that division, and I would assume to see Mahomes back in the next couple weeks. Uh, Jones, uh, Adam Jones. Or excuse me, Aaron Jones on their uh, their running back, 226 scrimmage yards, most by a Green Bay player since 2003. I think he had two touchdowns, and I know the game two or three weeks ago when we played the Cowboys, played the Packers, he had four touchdowns too. So yes, this guy is definitely coming out of nowhere, and he's lighting up the stat sheets right now. Definitely uh, a good thing from uh, you. You can see a lot of that what we saw a lot of Derrick Henry in him because uh, yep. obviously with the floor being with the Tennessee Titans, you can see a lot of that and it's showing in, in this, in the scheme and it's working for Aaron Rodgers as well. Good things going on in Packers ter- uh, territory right now. Dolphins uh, concede another game. What almost looked mm-hmm. like they did it on purpose, losing 14 to 27 to the Pittsburgh Steelers with their 18th string quarterback. Or did they have Rudolph back? I, I didn't catch. I think, you know what? I don't know. I think they had Rudolph back to be honest with you. Well, Won their Could be eight, wrong, but 18 yeah. straight home Monday night game for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fantastic. They play good in prime time. They do. I mean, they, you know, they and they get a lot up. of opportunities for it too. That's a pretty inspri- impressive stat, to be honest with you. It is. Uh, your two teams on the bye last week were the Cowboys at four and three, and the Ravens at five and two. Yep. That'll wrap it up. I think for we life. got four teams on bye this week too, if I'm correct. So. Uh, something along those lines. Um, finishing out the week in the standings, Bobby, you do hold the lead. With a 79 and 42 record, you went 12 and three last week as well as me, so I gained no ground on you. I am also I'm 72 and 49. Uh, both of us have seven and one lock records, getting our locks correct. You had Detroit getting the win, and I had Minnesota getting the win. Okay. Matt goes 11 and four. Um, he did get his lock correct of the Rams, and he is 71 and 50, so one game back on me. 
Um, again, with the five and two lock record. But the story from the points last week was Robbie Golding, Robbie Golden, yeah, our man. guest picker. 14 and one is only lost coming wow. against in the Buffalo Bills Philadelphia game, which was kind of an upset in my opinion. Um, his only one. So fantastic. Good job, Robbie, Robbie. Man, that's yeah. a heck of a week right there, man. Through the two weeks that he has done, has participated. He's 22 and eight. Impressive. Nice work, Robbie. Nice Very work. impressive. Very impressive. Good work, Rob. Shout out to you. And again, if anybody else wants to make their picks, just let, let us, us know, know on Facebook or Twitter. You can reach us on any of them. DM or whatnot. Yep, just let us know. That's right. Uh, before we go into our week nine picks, I figure we talk a little trade action. Uh, yeah, the trade yeah. deadline. Yep, exactly right. We didn't have anything really crazy happen at the very end of the trade deadline. You just had the one trade for Akib Tlaib. Uh, I think you and I talked about that earlier in the week too. How you know with them acquiring Jan, Jalen Ramsey and then they got rid of Marcus Peters. They're, they're, that uh, Talib was probably going to be on board. You know, definitely be shopped because um, they just want to dump all that money out. Because they obviously to. they're going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey a good amount of money here. When, when do they get to pay him next week or uh, not, no, I mean, no, next no, year no. or the year after? Is He's he? uh, the, the year after. The year after okay. he promised to not hold out for them. Um, for the 2020 season, if they don't have a contract in place, but 2021, all bets are off. He says, right. So right. we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Um, other than that, uh, it was a fairly quiet day at the trade deadline. Um, you, you did hear about a lot of players getting shot, Bobby. Yeah, you know, go yeah. ahead and touch on the. Yeah. First of all, but before that though, uh, Leonard Williams, though, yes. um, a local boy that played at Mainland high school here in Daytona, um, he got traded. It was the first time ever the Jets and the um, Giants ever made a trade between the two yep. teams. He doesn't. Good for him though. Address. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't need to move. He doesn't have, all he has to do is change his locker. So, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. And they got him. I think for. I think they had to give up a fifth round pick for him. The uh, the Giants did for a guy that's really started. To, you know, starting to look like he is uh, living up to his potential for being. You know, a top. Four, I forget what he was. He might have been the number two or three. Pick top six. Like, top yeah. six. Um, he uh he did get banged up in the Jaguars game, so. I thought his price was going to go down a little bit, and it appears that it did. Just, yeah. Just just based on what uh what he went for, because that's a crazy amount. Um, and, and just to touch touch base on a couple more trades. Again, you mentioned the Leonard William uh for a third and a fifth. Uh, Kenyon Drake went to the Cardinals for a conditional sixth. Uh, Gennard Allen, or I'm sorry, Gennard Avery, um, to the Eagles for a fourth in 2021. Jalen again for the two firsts and a fourth to the Rams. Marcus Peters for Kenny Young. Um, Austin Corbett uh, to the Rams for a fifth. Sanu to the Patriots for a fourth. Emmanuel Sanders and a fifth to the 49ers for a third and a fourth. Uh, Garen Conley to the Texans for a third. And finally, Quandre Diggs and a seventh to the Seahawks for a fifth-round pick. Okay, so it seemed like most of the action was, you know, kind of last week and a, yeah. a few days ago. There was a lot of rumors going around, floating around yesterday before the 4 o'clock deadline. One was, you know, Jamal Adams. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hitting refresh on Twitter from oh, yeah. three to four o'clock because I knew that, you know, we we're in a hunt for a safety and I knew that there was a possibility that we would go after him and start. Apparently, you know, it started getting a little bit serious there towards the end. But I think the price tag was just way too high, you know, for him. Yeah, I do, too. I, I think yeah. that you guys definitely reached out and tried to work some things out, but it just didn't happen. You um, know, Jerry is probably one of the guys that was like, oh, let's just give him whatever. And I think Steven was like, oh, hold, hold on, Dad. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. man. We got a lot of people we got to pay here. A lot of ballers that we have on our team that we got to pay here in the next two years. And, yeah, so – I was, uh, wasn't was shocked that that didn't happen, to be honest. No, I, yeah, I wasn't either. It would have been awesome. Oh, we yeah. Need, we need a safety. but um, would have been a blockbuster uh, deal right but before the But at the, the end deadline. of the – you know, a lot of these teams, though, you know, they're towards the end of the deadline. They're just like – just dreaming. Like, oh, what can I do if I can have this guy, this and that? But at the end of the day, though, you got to look down the road how you're going to be able to take care of that situation. Not only that, uh, there was another team that actually pushed a little bit harder than you guys. I don't know if you caught uh, Baltimore Ravens. They also made a heavy push – for Jamal Adams, which is crazy considering that defense. Oh, already. yeah, especially with getting Peters. And then, you know, they have, what, C.J. Mosley that Correct. they got in the offseason? Well, C.J. went no, for the Jets. I'm sorry. Um, they got another linebacker. I'm forget. Um, from where, or no, C, no, you're right. C.J. left and then went yeah, to the yeah, Jets. Right? Yeah, they, uh, they, that's, that secondary is solidified massively. Yeah. They picked up Earl Thomas in the offseason. Earl off Thomas, season. that's who I was yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah, 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 Earl yeah, Thomas. They picked him up. You have Humphrey out there. You, you have, That's a very vicious defense. And if you would have added uh, – Excuse me, Jamal Adams to that. That would have been absolutely insane. A couple more deals that didn't end up happening, but were reported to be in the works. Um, Devontae Freeman to the Lions. Apparently, the Lions were making a push for him towards the deadline with their injured back. And uh, the other one I heard a lot of rumbles about, Trent Williams to the Browns. Yeah. And it sounded like that Bruce Allen could have got a first-round pick for Trent Williams, and he just basically was like, nah. A lot of my Redskins friends are just are just in awe right now how – 
they think that Trent, uh, Trent Williams just totally played that team. You know, he just he because if he didn't play this week, I think his holdout he had to end by week eight or within eight games of their season, so he wouldn't lose a season in free agency. Mm-hmm. So he comes back, but apparently, breaking news today is that he did not pass his physical. Yes, I read that. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what that means going forward. But um, I'm curious to see if that could compromise his contract because he reported this week because he needed to report for to make money this year in general. And so that this year would count against him. I think he had to come back, come back by this week right here to um, not lose that one, that that whole season when it comes to free agency or whatnot. I don't know what the numbers are, how it works, but yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll be sure to hear more about that in the days to come. That I can tell you for a fact. Um, other than that, not a whole lot going on. I would keep an ear out for some players to be coming back next week. Uh, Andy Dalton gets benched too. Yep, yeah. on his birthday. Andy Dalton gets benched on his yeah, birthday. Yeah, you mentioned so, that earlier. So, uh, who's starting right now on that? R- Ryan Finley. Finley. Ryan Finley okay. is going to be their new starter. AJ Green. Uh, he did not get traded at the deadline. He does not. He said, "Do not franchise tag me," and that basically sounds to me like if you try and franchise tag me, I will sit out. So, do you think this is the end of the Andy Dalton era? Is he yes. going to be the Nets Fitzpatrick? You know, just a run around, back up quarterback in the NFL, sprinkle in a start when somebody gets injured type player here and there. Uh, if he gets offers, look for something. I, I hate to say it, look for something like Denver, right? Um, Chicago, maybe if if nobody picks up on him, maybe they can get him for a steal. He goes in there and you know sits behind Trubisky for a little Tennessee bit and or it takes over or Tennessee if Tannehill falls apart because right. yeah nobody no trade interest uh, or they didn't even try to 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 get Mariota out there. That's I just don't think thing. there's a lot of interest in Mariota right now. No, yeah. uh, maybe a Dolphins team if they can't get it. But the the key free agent item and depending on if he stays or goes. The key free agent quarterback is going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. I was just going to yep. say that. That man heard made a lot about, of money when Breeze was out. A I heard something between 20 and $30 million a year um, is what he could be making, which for his situation. What a story, man. Yeah, this guy I love almost it. lost I love his it. leg about three years ago in that practice when he was with the Vikings. And then now look. Yeah. And, if, you're a, if you're a Saints fan, I know when Breeze went down, you're like, oh, great. Here goes our season. Boy, no matter where Bridgewater goes and what if for some reason the Saints go really deep or win the Super Bowl this year, they are going to love Teddy Bridgewater forever in that city for the way oh, that he came yeah. in and filled those shoes, man. That was unbelievable. What five and zero? Yeah, or six and zero. Six and zero. That's yeah. yeah, that's unreal. He just like he literally probably just made himself ten million dollars more a year just on just those, those games. Just, yeah, a year. Yeah. Yep. So fantastic job for him. Good for him. Big Very ups. much so. Um. Flacco won't be playing this week. Uh, Brandon Allen will be starting for the Broncos uh, due to some neck issues. He also called out his uh, coaching staff as well. Uh, but I, I consider that a non-related issue, especially with the fact that he's been reaching out trying to get second opinions uh, to be able to play. Uh, I don't think he's being benched because of anything to do with his comments after the game. And, I mean, he wasn't wrong now. He doesn't need to look himself in the mirror real good because there are some plays late in that game. He just – the awareness was there zero. I understand bad play calling, but – Awareness needs to be a part of it, and the play right at the end. I mean, he just sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there. I mean, no awareness to think of. There's some. I mean, you're standing in one place. You're not even moving. There's going to be somebody coming towards you. Exactly. Or you have you you have get rid of the ball. Look, scan the field. There was none of that. None of it. None of it. So, yeah, a little bit of each, in my opinion. In Denver, uh, they don't end up trading anybody. Harris doesn't go anywhere. Miller didn't go anywhere. Uh, kind of expected. Yeah, to there see was no fire there. sale. You know, no, no. Yeah, there wasn't really much of a fire sale. Now, um, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into picks here, man. Let's uh, let's do yeah, this. I mean, you know, just from the preliminary, you know, um, looks at this week, there's a lot of close games. You know, there's going to be some good matchups this week. There really is. Really isn't many uh, big spreads, um, predicted blowouts, but um, it's the NFL, man. So you never know how it works. So um, with Matt's picks, uh, again, he's unable to join us today. So I'm going to give the Thursday night pick for him. He's going to give us the rest of his picks uh, before Sunday, and I will put them up on Facebook and Twitter so that people can see them and know he's not cheating. (laughs) Yeah. Um, first game is going to be Thursday, 8.20 p.m. San Francisco coming off their ridiculous win against the Carolina Panthers taking uh, on the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, San Fran's on the road. They're going to the desert. They're favored by nine and a half points. I'll go ahead and start off with this. Yeah. Um, Arizona is just, um, you know, they're a rebuilding team. A rookie quarterback, Kyler Murray, is kind of doing all he can do right now with the pieces that he has. San Fran is hot. I mean, they're as hot as a team can get in the NFL. Like, I'll be honest with you, the power rankings just came out the other day, and they have, obviously, the Patriots first and San Fran a close second right behind them. Right. I, they're for real for me right now. Like, they are honestly are for real right now. Nick Bosa is looking like an – 
an absolute animal like that play that he made when he intercepted the ball, then he turned it into a running back. Um, they're just playing great on all facets of the game right now, and it's helping Garoppolo out. When you have a nasty defense like that, it definitely makes your offense um, way more effective. Um, I don't see this really as a close game, to be honest with you. I got San Fran winning this 32-7. Uh, to 7. Yeah, I feel the same way as you. This team is just on fire, and any belief I didn't have in that team just went out the window. They're not turning the ball over or anything. That, I mean, they're just playing great football. Which is one of the things that Garoppolo was getting punished for in the preseason. I mean, that five, that that turn one big turn, practice that he kept turning the ball over. Five or six in a row interceptions, yeah. right. So he's obviously turned a major corner. <laughs> or it was just a fluke, one or the other, him getting back. And I'm taking San Francisco, and I agree with you. I don't think it'll be close either. Uh, I think it'll be the run game that gets it done with with a sturdy defense, and I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers in this one, 42 to 20. Okay. Yep. I mean, sounds about right. I mean, I think Arizona, like you say, Kyler Murray is a very talented guy, but I think San Fran's going to jump on him early, and then you might get some late touchdowns by Arizona. Hey, Matt taking San Francisco as well. Um, I don't have a score from him, but I would assume that was kind of an easy call for him. Yep. I don't think that was there was too much thought that was going into that. Moving into our Sunday games, Houston at Jacksonville in London. In London. I mean, this is a pick 'em right here. I mean, it there's is. no home field advantage in this game. Houston's favored by one and a half points. I expect this to be a very entertaining game. Yeah. Go ahead, Wes, lead with it. What yeah. So, um, so this is Jacksonville, obviously very comfortable playing in uh, in in London. They've done it several times. Uh, obviously, Minshew, uh, that this will be a new experience for him. Uh, but it, for the majority, a lot of these players are seasoned players as far as traveling over there. Last week was a good week for them. They won a game they should have won. Um, Trey Herndon stepped in huge for Jalen Ramsey with two interceptions. Uh, so I think this defense will be just fine without him. Um, I think they can play a good style of defense without him on the field and be successful. And I think that the thing that the biggest thing is Herndon's being thrown at so much at this point that he's learning how to anticipate these throws a lot better and you can see it as the game goes on he'll get beat a little bit early but as he starts to learn these quarterbacks he'll be beating him now he will go i can't see him being on hopkins at all i i, I gotta say, think boy is gonna get put on him but right. i feel like it's it, there's gonna be a point that he's gonna get put on him and that's where he is gonna be weakest because herndon is not near as tall as as uh as uh goodness i'm, I'm dropping names right now uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Jesus, sorry guys. <laughs> D Hop, uh, yep. yeah, he's not nowhere near as tall as D Hop, and uh, and the dude's got hands. He can get up. He's a fantastic player. So it's gonna take a lot of strategy to beat him. You're gonna be looking for double teams and stuff like that. Things you're not typically seeing in Jacksonville, where you would have Jam- Jalen straight up on him. I think this will be have a high safety on him. I mean, obviously, you oh, yeah. inspire a player like that. Man. Gerard Wilson, somebody yeah. like that, will sit back and, and and be out there. Ronnie Harrison should be good to go this week. Uh, the linebacker core is the weakest point of this Jacksonville defense right now. Uh, you have obviously the, what happened with Telvin Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Quincy Williams, uh, Le- Leon Jacobs are both out with hamstring injuries. Um, uh, Good is out with a toe injury. Uh, they are severely beaten up at this position on defense. So Miles Jack's really holding it down. DJ Hayden's beat up. He's not not a full go for this week after taking a couple shots in the game. So with all that said, though, I, I I'm gonna take Jacksonville just based on the experience of them continuously going out there. I think Minshew's gonna have a good game. This is Minshew Super Bowl. Right, because is there a chance that Foles could be coming back next week? What's well, the situation so, so, on that right so now? So Foles is back at practice. He has returned right. to practice. He returned last week, though. I think he's been practicing for yep. about a week and a half yep. or so. So he's been back. Uh, I, I would assume he's not getting, and I don't know the reports, but I would assume he's not getting a whole lot of the first-team reps right now because they really need to focus with Minshew. They just want to ease him in, though. They don't want to force him back. Correct. And uh, we have a bye week the following week. And then the next week after that, it is Indianapolis at Indianapolis. And he is – eligible to return for that game now if they play them it depends on this game in my opinion if we go out and get a big win versus the texans right they might say hey we're gonna give Foles a little we're more not time in mode right now you we're, know we're, we're kind of sure doing good fully, in the division type thing right. make sure everything no fully heals right correct now if we go out there and we get beat down that'll be the end of it if we lose a tight one it's gonna make a real tough decision for marone if we lose a very tight game especially if it's a game where it's not his fault Especially right. if a game it's not his fault, you maybe Leonard Fournette has a bad game or the defense doesn't step up, something like that. You might run into that situation. But I'm going to take Jacksonville in this one. I know it's a homer pick, but I really do believe that this team can go out there and get it done in this one. I think it's going to be a very sloppy game. Um, I think that's the kind of game we're going to have to have in order to win. Defensive is another way to look at it. Uh, not necessarily the same thing, but you're going to see a lot of the defense stepping up. Give me uh, Jacksonville 17, Houston 10. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a good game. I mean, I think it's a 9.15 in the morning game. 9.30, so 9.30. 9.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. 9.30. I love when these two teams play. I oh, mean, yeah. It's just a great matchup. It you is. Know, you're, you're talking about a division game, and they always play each other hard. And I don't think, you know, if you look, if you date back the last four or five games, I mean, it's never really been lopsided one way or the other. Um, I know Houston's banged up. I think J.J. Watt's out for the year right now, even though he's not he's playing his best ball, right. you know, currently. Um, you know, that's still a leader in the locker room, just a player that, you know, obviously is a factor on the field no matter what. Um, <clears throat> I see a little bit – I see a lot of Leonard Fournette right now, the leading rusher in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean as far as Jacksonville is going to go this year, it's going to be – number one is keeping him healthy, and number two, when he's healthy, he's productive. Yes. So they're going to feed him the rock. And I think like you were just pointing on that, you know, Minshew, you know, maybe his mindset in this game right now is, is this possibly, you know, my last showing right now to, yep. you know, like prove to everybody like I'm the real that deal. I'm the guy like right. he could set up a big controversy right now. You he know? Could. So it's going to be a close game. Um, no home field advantage over in London. Like Wes pointed out, though, they have a lot of success when, every time they play overseas. Yep. I have this game going down to the wire, and I do have Jacksonville pulling it off, twenty to seventeen. All right, it's gonna be a great game, man. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm really excited. The spread's only one and a half points, man. So it's kind of a pick 'em. Um, yeah, we'll see. And I mean that front defensive line for Jacksonville, though. You know, I mean, what they have? How many sacks last week again? Uh, at least seven or eight. Seven eight, or eight. eight yeah, me, eight, and that offensive eight. line for Deshaun Watson right now is still not built to where it needs to be. So he's going to be running around and you're talking about the strength and uh, the defense for the um, Jaguars is obviously that front seven, that defensive line and those ends. So and, I think they're going to get after him. And that was without Marcel Darius. He is out four to six weeks or six to eight weeks actually. Really? I believe. Yeah. So he's out. So right. it has nothing to do. I mean, Taven Bryan is now starting to look like a first round pick. He's right. finally starting to get in there pressures on multiple places. His stats may not be showing it, but he is, if you watch a game with him now, you can see he's making a difference and he's making it easier for Allen and Ngakwe. I was about to say, how's there. Josh Allen been doing? Because I did mock oh. him uh, to Jax. He if is, you remember correctly, during yep. our, our draft day, He is so. actually tied with Joey and Nick Bosa and Sacks. Um, yeah. He has got one more forced fumble. Uh, I think he's got three or four more tackles. So he's right up there in that rookie of the year for the defensive side conversation, in my opinion. In my opinion. Although you, Bosa, I think, will get it just because of the name. The um, name and, you know, the big play the, with the interception right. and all that stuff. But, but Allen has Josh been just Allen's as, be, if not more, productive in my opinion. That's going to be a guy that's going to get paid a lot here in about four or five years, and he's definitely going to be productive in the league for a long time. Moving back to the mainland, Indianapolis taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, one, one more thing I wanted to hit before we uh, yep. move on. AFC South, the only division in the NFL with no losing teams. Every team's got at least a 500 record or better. Yeah, I mean that's a tight division. Yeah, yeah, that's competitive right there, man. That's awesome. Tight yeah. division. Indian wide open game. Speaking of the South, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. It's one o'clock game back in the mainland in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's at home, favored by one and a half points. Jacoby Brissett's looking really good right now, man. I really like the way he's playing football. Uh, Pittsburgh came off a twenty-four to fourteen win this Monday night against um, the Dolphins. I really wasn't overly impressed. Um, it is in Pittsburgh. Um, it's not prime time. Like Wes made a big point earlier that they're like 18 and 0 or something in prime time mm-hmm. games. I really haven't looked too much into this game. I I, I just do like the um, I, I like the Colts. I think they're going to kind of grind it out. They play tough defense. Um, I actually have them winning this game 20 to 10. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts in this one as well. Uh, but it's going to be a very close game in my opinion. I, 10 points or less for sure. Um, Indianapolis is, is definitely a good team. I was a little concerned about how they looked against a team. They should have beat Denver pretty handedly last week. Uh, but I still do. I, again, I agree with you. I love Jacoby Brissett. This defense is, is looking pretty decent. Uh, Marlon Max, good. You know, I like that team, uh, in, in general, how they're built and how they've, you know, gotten themselves to this point. So I, I do think they'll come away with the win. They understand what's at stake. This is a, this is a game for them where they can get some separation. Maybe if a Jacksonville wins, that they can get some separation in that lead for the AFC South. So there will be a bit of, I don't want to say desperation, but maybe more determination might, maybe would be the word for them in this game. And uh, I have them winning this one 23-21. Yeah, see, win. I went on a little bit of a reach on this. I mean, Pittsburgh's definitely uh, playing better ball right now than they did, obviously, oh, to yeah. start the season oh, off. Yeah. Playing at home, and we're starting to get to that time of year right now where it's going to become a fall. It just seems like football fans and, you know, the game just turns up a little bit when it gets a little more chill in the air and you see those leaves changing, especially yep. up there up north. It starts that home field up. advantage starts turning up a little bit. And, it gets um, more and more important. Yeah, absolutely. Home field advantage really starts taking a um, a bigger role this time of year. Um, 
I expect that to be a good game, though. Yeah, I, I just kind of went on a little, little bit of a limb and um, went Indy on that. Yep. Chicago heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles at 4-4, four and four, trying to stay alive in the lead uh, for the uh, NFC East. And uh, Bears just trying to stay alive at 3-4. and four. Yeah, they're hanging by a thread right now, man. There's a, there's a lot of issues going on with that team. Um, yeah, so they're going to Philly. Philly is four-and-a-half-point favorites. Philly coming off a nice win last week against the Bills, correct? If I, mm-hmm, am I right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got, Wes, on that? I'm taking Philly. Um, it's in Philly, so in my opinion, any field goal kicks are either going to get missed or they're going to be close, uh, especially if your coach has an inability to correctly do offensive play calls, uh, that being Nagy. I did not like his offensive play calls down in the ball late in the game instead of giving his kicker a better chance. One and two, putting him on the hash mark that he likes to kick from. You're going to set him up yeah, in a bad situation. Yeah. He, he literally does not prefer – he's coming out and telling the media that that is not the hash mark he prefers from – I mean, is he making it up, or are you just bad at play calling because you're not? Right. You run a right. Uh, you run a slam play to the right. Shoot, right. You, you take your quarterback, hand it to the fullback, fall down to the right, set him up at least a little bit better, even if it's just a yard. You Absolutely know, set him agree. Up for success. Absolutely agree. So with with that being said, I'm taking Philly in this one. I think Peterson's the better coach by far. I think Wentz is the better quarterback, and I think Philly's the better team. So I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one, 28 to uh, 14. Yeah, I'm kind of on board with you on this one. Um, Philly, you know, like I say, had a good win last week, you know, against Buffalo. Every once in a while, you know, they'll have that hiccup of a game. You know, obviously Dallas, when we beat them, you know, pretty good a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, they came back on fire. I mean, I do think Carson Wentz is obviously using the better quarterback in this game. I think Peterson is the better coach. Bears are struggling right now. Um, their defense is probably right now the only thing that's really going to keep them in some games until they can find some type of offense. Um, I got Philadelphia winning this one 20, 21 to 13. Uh, I, I like Philly right now. I'll be honest with you. I just think that they're going to, there's one of those teams that's going to be in it till the end in the NFC yes. East, man. I really think that it's going to be between Dallas and Philly kind of running away, obviously right now with the Redskins and Giants kind of going through like rebuilding or whatnot, but it's going to be close, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, that division is going to be close. It's a two, to me, it's a two race division. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's down so, the Philly and, and Dallas yeah. for sure. For yeah, sure. So I, got, I got Philly taking that one at home and starting a little bit of a streak. Jets at Miami in what will be one of the closest unpickable games in this. I mean, I, I don't even want to say it's a good game. It's just going to be a close game because yeah. I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I mean, Jets are on the road in Miami, favored by Jets are favored by three and a half points. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not going to be many uh, ratings, you know, TV ratings when it comes to this game. No. I mean, both teams are kind of struggling right now. Um, the Jets didn't do the fire sale that a lot of people thought they were going to do. There are rumors about Le'Veon Bell getting traded and Jamal mm-hmm. Adams. They kind of kept them in. Um, the Dolphins, obviously, they didn't have anything to sell. Mm-mm. So they're nope. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna say I'm picking that the Dolphins are gonna be at home. They're gonna get their first one of the year in this game. You know, the spreads three and a half. The Jets. Dolphins have. I mean, even on Monday night, from what I saw, just a little bit of the game. I mean, and even in the previous weeks, they're actually playing hard football. They're trying to do whatever they can to do to win. I don't think they're. At, at times, I think they might be, you know, blowing games like we saw that yeah, one coverage that, there that on that third and 12, and then they're bringing eight to the house for playing man covers and no high safety. Like, what are you doing? Um, I don't think they're going to go winless this year. I think they're going to maybe pull out a win. I don't know what kind of heart they have. I mean, right. This offseason is going to be obviously, I think the whole staff's going to get ready to go or whatnot, but I mean, they're just playing Stats for pride. They're just playing us. for pride right now. Yeah. So I'll go out on a limb and I'm, I'm going to say that, um, I'm going to go ahead and say Miami wins this game 17-16 to 16 in a really ugly football game. Yeah, um, not as, probably not as far of a limb as you think because I'm taking Miami too in this game actually. And, and okay. I'll tell you why I'm taking them. It has nothing to do with on anything on the field. It has everything to do with off the field and what happened this past week with all the trades and the pot- potential trades. Right. When Regardless of what the GM's plan was or what he meant to do, he said a bad – he put a bad taste in Jamal Adams' mouth. Yeah, he pissed him off, man. And, I mean, he and pissed him off. that will just – Fat it'll, added, bad attitudes it'll filter in the locker right room the locker do room. not go yep. good on the field, man. I so, see that in all levels of high school or football, period. So you got the him, you have Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the, we were told by that outside of Darnold and uh, – who was it? Darnold and uh, uh, there's one more player I can't think of. But Darnold and, and one more player, I'm trying to put a name on him. Uh, but there was only like two players that they said were untouchable. Everybody else was fair game. Right. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, after, I mean that didn't bode well, though. No, for, no. You and I was actually shocked with about this whole Le'Veon Bell thing, you know, yeah. like, too. Like, yeah, you just invested all this money to bring him in, and now right. all of a sudden he's not an option less than a year in. Like, you can't quit that early on a running back you pay all that money to. It's just... you got to build off of somebody. I mean, if you get rid of those two guys or even think about getting rid I mean, what are you going to build off of Sam Darnold? I mean, you're in a I get constant it, state uh, of rebuild. That you're, guy's over here seeing ghosts, and you, you want to go and <laughs> yeah. invest on him, you know? I, yeah, I don't know, man. They're... It's tough to be a Jets fan right now. I mean, I don't know what that management is thinking right now as far as player personnel-wise. Do you think Gase is gone in his first year? That's a possibility, man. I mean, if they – I think I'm letting him go if I'm if I'm the Jets. I think I'm letting him go. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, because there's actually talent on that team. There is. You know, there's there talent is. on that team. I mean, there, that could be a job opening that somebody would actually, you know, even if they go 2-14 and 14 or 3-13, and 13, they, you know, there's, there's stuff to build on. I mean, you actually have a quarterback that is young, that has potential. You got Le'Veon Bell, and you got one of the best safeties in football, you know, uh, back there in Jamal Adams. So, I mean, that's actually a sexy job for somebody that's, yeah. you know, that would be willing to take that risk. And I wouldn't be surprised, Wes. That'd be something we're definitely going to be talking about down the road here on this show. And, yeah, Gase could be gone in this first year. Very much so. Uh, Minnesota, Kansas City, uh, no official report that Mahomes I love this game. I think this might be the game of the week. Oh, yeah, I do too. One of the game of the week, I think. They have not declared uh, Patrick Mahomes as the starter this week just yet, so it will be Matt Moore still. So uh, it is in Kansas City. What's the spread for us? Yeah, Kansas City at home, favored by three and a half. And I think Kansas City has a bye. If I'm correct, I think they have a bye next week too. So I'd be very shocked if they do put Mahomes in this week because let him rest up for two weeks. Can you confirm that, Wes? We're looking at right uh, now. No, they have Tennessee the week after. Okay. All right. So, so no, they don't. Actually, there's no buy looking there. The third, tenth, and eighteenth. Do they already have their buy? I don't know. No. Or it might be after. Anyways, but um, should be a good game. I mean, tennis or Kansas City's playing good football even with Mahomes out. They're, yeah. You know, they're staying in the ball games. What you got on this, Wes? So yeah, I, I'm kind of torn on this game. Really, uh, Minnesota's looked really good the last few games. Kansas City still looked great without Mahomes. I mean, Andy Reid obviously did his coaching homework. I'm wondering how much work Zimmer is going to do this week on Moore to see what he can pick apart out of him or see if maybe he can get something out of him. But I'm going to take Kansas City in this one. I, I, I really – I think Kansas City, even without Mahomes, can get this done. Um, if he does play, I definitely have Kansas City. I think they're the better team. Uh, I think it might even be a closer game if Mahomes comes in because it's going to be – you're not going to see the same Mahomes coming out there. It's going to be a kind of a touch-and-go sort of style uh, based on the injury. You don't want to put too much pressure on that at this point. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he sits this week. I mean, you, you got a two-game lead in that in the really bad AFC West right now. Right. So there's nothing – No like, need to hurry him back right now. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to take KC. What you got? Yeah, so I'm going to go against you on this one. Um, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game. I expect to um, – I expect to see some fireworks, too. I expect to see really good offense, a couple defensive plays. Um, I'm really high on Dalvin Cook right now. Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs is playing amazing football. I mean, he's playing like a pro bowler. Um, Cousins, you don't know what you're going to get out of him week in, week out. Right. Um, they have a really good offensive line. Um, Kansas City, is um, they're definitely going to compete. Tyreek Hill, is, uh, he's still out there. He's going to make plays. Um, I got this one as a back and forth ball game. I got it 28, 23. I got the uh, Minnesota Vikings taking this one on the road. Yeah. And potentially the stat of the freaking year right here. Uh, Minnesota at home this season is four and zero and two and two on the road. Kansas city at home this year is one in three, but four and zero on the road. One in three and four and zero on the road. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So that that's definitely a toss up. We'll see. So, uh, even we didn't agree on this one. Tennessee at Carolina. Carolina coming off their shellacking. Uh, Tennessee getting a close, close win um, again. So Yeah, Carolina's favored at home by three and a half points. Tennessee, I mean, just one of those teams. We don't know what you get week in, week out. I was kind of disappointed in Carolina's outing coming off a bye. I mean, yes. even though they were going across country over to San Francisco, a team that I think San Fran probably played their best um, overall game of the year. You know, they made a really big statement in the NFL last week, winning that one, what, putting up 51 points or mm-hmm. 52 points. I got Carolina rebounding. I think McCaffrey's going to have a big day. They're at home. They're excited to be at home. Um, Shaq Thompson's playing some really good football right now. Um, he had some awesome cleats on last week that was dedicating, you know, for his mom that just recently passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, I got I got Carolina winning this game 28-13. to 13. 
I think that's time for, I, I think McCaffrey's going to have a really big game. I think it's time for, uh, you know, us to see that, that monster game with him having 120 yards receiving 130 rushing, maybe two or three touchdowns. So, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm taking Carolina as well. Allen's the starter. I like Allen right now better than I like uh, Newton. I think it might be a closer game if Newton plays. Uh, it being at Carolina makes all the difference to me. This is going to be a very good rebound game for them. Uh, game for them to get back on top. Like you said, McCaffrey have a really strong showing. Very simple play calls for Kyle Allen to get his confidence back up after a bad loss. Yeah. Um, and those simple plays involve McCaffrey nine times out of ten. Short out of the backfield plays underneath, right across the lines. Um, you know, your, your tosses, things like that. You just do so middle. much with the guy. There's I mean, so he can many do options. everything. He can do everything. Yeah, and, right. and even so, if not that, you know, you, you do have more options around the field as well. He's proven that he can throw it deep. He's through. He, he's proven he can throw the ball. He's a, he can be a starting quarterback in this sure, league. Sure. So I am going to take Carolina in this one. I'm going to take Carolina in this one. Twenty four to 10 over the Titans is going to be another weird week for the Titans. Stuff's just not going to work out for them. Henry's not going to get enough rushes short a week kind of game. Right. Yep. Washington heading to Buffalo. Uh, I doubt we'll see Trent Williams play. One, he didn't pass his physical. And two, even if he did, I'm sure something was going to come up with his back. Uh, I don't think they've named him a starter yet, but I heard that Haskins could possibly even get the start this week. Even wow. Though, even though what I was – I read a lot of uh, Washington news. Right. And, um he is there, apparently the rumor is he is just so far away right now because so he can't hearing. read the, he can't read the playbook he just can't understand the playbook and people don't realize that this guy like 12 games ago he was playing high, you know his 12th start was a high school start it was St Albans versus like Landon something in Northern Virginia and you know he played obviously the 12 or that 11 games at Ohio State last year right. or 12 or whatever and then he hasn't had a start yet in the NFL. He's a ways to go right now. That program is just in shambles right now, obviously. Um, and it comes from the owner down. It does. It, it does. Uh, I, I'd be very anxious. I'm going to be very anxious to see what um, Daniel Snyder does. If he um, will get rid of you know a lot of that front office people right there because they're going nowhere right now. Nowhere. And it's going to be uh, – although they are covering every week, though. I just saw a crazy stat. <laughs> like even last week when they played the 49ers, they lost 19, or two weeks ago. I don't know. 19 to 9 when oh. they played them on Thursday night. They did actually cover the spread. And I think out of all eight games they've played this year or seven, that they've actually covered all but one. But well, that's it, impressive. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to think of something positive, then there you go as a Redskins fan. But also another, another positive they're one and one outside of the NFC. Okay. So there's yep. that for you, I guess. Yep. So <laughs> um, going back to that, though, the spread on this game is is Buffalo. That's just actually one of the bigger ones of the week. Buffalo's at home fair by nine and a half points. Wow. Okay. I was going to say 10. So yeah. I mean, you're pretty much right, right yeah. there. Uh, Buffalo's just a, a decent football team. It's going to be really hard to play up there in that atmosphere. I just don't know whoever starts case Keenum. Um, I think Colt McCoy's hurt. I don't even mm-hmm. heard Keenum's hurt. One of them two are hurt. They're all banged up. Yeah. If uh, Haskins, you know, gets to start, I mean, you might see a play or two out of him, but you're going to see way more mistakes than that. Buffalo's just playing really solid football. I don't see this really being a close game, man. I got 32 to 13 Buffalo. Yeah, not not you. You basically hit everything on the head. I'm not going to go too deep into anything like that. I'm I'm taking Buffalo as well. Uh, again, another rebound kind of game. A game off of uh, I think a shocking loss to the to the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, give me uh, give me Buffalo in this one. Uh, good good uh, good uh, amount of running in this one. I'm gonna take them 35 to 10. Okay, very similar. Uh, 4:05 game. Tampa Bay at Seattle. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, we don't this know. This one of my locks of the week, man. To be honest Ooh. with you, man. This, yeah, it's at Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's a hot team right now, man. I mean, yeah. they're what, what, four and zero on the road this year. <laughs> yeah, two and two at home. Two and two at home. Four and four on the road. That's not like the Seahawks, man. No. It's usually the opposite. Um, so I mean, that must be you know that's got to be a bright spot for the Seahawks fans right there, knowing that you're. Dominating on the road because you know you can win any time at home with that crowd, especially late in the season. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, Seattle's favored by six and a half. Tampa's got to go all the way across the country for this game. Mm-hmm. You got West. Uh, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks in this one. Tampa Bay just Winston cannot stop turning the ball over. I think he's lost cause, and this will be his last year with the Buccaneers. Another one of those kind of floating quarterbacks that you just don't know where he'll end up. Um, Denver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's going to end up in Denver. Elway will take them all. He'll figure a winner out of all of them. Uh, give me Seattle in this one. I think Russell Wilson right now is my MVP for the league. Uh, I'm going to take them in this one 34-21 just because uh, 
a lot of times the season Seattle's kind of let people back into the game. So some it's going to be a little bit closer than it looks. Sort and, of you game, know, but... Mike Evans is playing great football right now, man. Yes. He's, I mean, the he guy's is. obviously one of the top tier court, or wide receivers in the NFL. Yes. So he he's always up for a big play. Yep. Yep. Uh, similar. I'm very similar with you. Seattle's going to be at home. Their fans are going to be excited. Um, Russell Wilson, and I agree with you right now. And as a matter of fact, I was just going to ask you, we can actually do that right now. Right now, about midway through the season, who is your MVP right now? I'll, co- MVP. I'll cover that at the end. Of the, at we'll, the, we'll okay, we'll, we'll talk about that picks. at the end after That's we're done, done with our picks. Okay, yeah, All right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll cover that. Anyways, Russell Wilson obviously playing amazing football right now. I don't see this game being close at all, to be honest with you. Um, deep, um, Seattle's defense plays really tough at home behind that crowd. Jameis Winston is definitely going to make some mistakes. I got mm-hmm. Seattle winning this game 30-10. to 30-10. to 10. Yep, I, I, I can see that. Detroit at Oakland playing the Raiders. Uh, both uh, both teams have had their hot and cold points. Uh, Matt Stafford, I think, has looked the best of all the players on both these teams, but you could make a case for Josh Jacobs as well, looking fantastic. Yeah, Oakland's done better. You know, like, they've actually, I think, done better than I, you know, predicted them to do going into the season right yeah. now. They're actually playing decent football. I mean, they won a few games, and the ones that they're, they're not getting wins in, they're playing competitive football. They haven't really gotten blown out. They haven't been that, you know, they're not really talked about a lot, but they're not really frowned upon a lot. So, um, I mean, Gruden's got those guys playing ball, decent ball. So, I mean, this looks to be a pretty good game, and I really do like how Detroit's playing. And uh, the spread in this game is, let's take a look here. Detroit, uh, Oakland's favorite at home by one and a half points. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. This is a tough game for me to pick. Um, on one hand, I really like what the Lions have been doing lately, uh, but they have been very banged up. On the other hand, I like the Oakland run game, and I think a home game could be just what they need to keep them in this uh, AFC West division race, believe it or not. I, 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 when we started into this, this these teams, I was going Detroit. Now I'm kind of leaning Oakland, and I think I'm going to go with Oakland in a tight one. I think this is going to be one of those games they're gonna, that Matt Stafford's finally going to we're going to finally see a little bit of damage on, on, on Matt Stafford. He's not going to be perfect and go out there and beast it up because the lack of run game will be an issue. Um, the defense is pretty stout. Uh, but give me uh, give me Oakland in this one, and I'm going to take them 21 to 17. Okay. Close, close game. It's going to be a close one. Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, my Oakland. score is pretty much similar to yours, but I'm going the other way. I'm going Detroit winning this one. Um, Detroit's one of those teams, like oh, yeah, my good buddy Evan. You met Evan before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he lives right here down the road. Um, Detroit's one of those teams that could be up like 22 to 10 or, mm-hmm. you know, 14 to 3, but they always, for some reason, find a way to let their opponents that's come back into problem. the game. That's man. my that's, word. That's the thing about the Detroit Lions. Like, mm-hmm. it could, uh, with my buddy Evan, it could be like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. They could be up by two scores, and he's like, watch, man. They're going to, this team is going to make it a game. That's just what the Lions do year after year. That's what they've been doing. That's just what they're known for. And I mean, I think this game is going to be, you know, a very tight game because Lions are one of the Lions and Oakland are both one of those teams that, you know, aren't going to really get blown out or really blow, blow out a lot anybody. of people. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So this is actually a really good uh, matchup, to be honest with you. Could be a pretty entertaining game, but I got Detroit squeezing this one out, twenty-four to twenty-one. Green Bay at the Chargers. Green Bay on the road, going to L.A. Uh, Green Bay's favored by three and a half points. Taking Green Bay, I'm gonna take Green Bay. Going, yeah. Yep. It's. Uh, I don't think it'll be a close game. I think this is gonna start warming up Anthony Lynn's seat fairly quickly, which I don't like. I think he's a fantastic coach. Just don't think he's quite got the uh, got the handle on the team yet, and the offense is having some problems getting going. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna take Green Bay in this one. I think they're gonna roll. Uh, continue to be dominant in the NFC. And this is gonna be a truly powerful Green Bay team we have this year. Uh, give me Green Bay, 42, LA Chargers. What, uh, I'm sorry, 14. Season Ooh, 14, 14. Hey, yeah. Yep. I mean, well, I mean, I you know, I got Green Bay as well. I don't have it, you know, as that big of a margin. But just to touch on what you were just saying, um, also, I think I heard a rumor this week that there was rumors that that uh, the Chargers were thinking about maybe even parting ways with Phillip Rivers. After the season? Yeah, or just in general. You know, like, Let's I see. mean, he's been there for, what, 11 years? I don't even know. I can't he's even... been there as long as the Bears have been searching right. for quarterbacks. Yeah, but I did see a headline somewhere where, uh, I don't know, it might have been on the rumor mill or whatnot. I'm oh, not yeah. going to say that it was like Scheffner or right. Rappaport or anybody that said that, but that you know, rumors was that they could be parting ways and just, I guess, starting over or whatnot. But um, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, 
Defense is playing good. Kevin King's had two interceptions the last two. I mean, they're just playing good football right yes. now, man. They're playing really good football. And, I mean, this is a team that is year in, year out. It's in the playoffs. And they're always I – mean, it's a team you just don't want to play in general, man. Aaron Rodgers is just that guy. Um, I don't have the game as lopsided as West does, but I do have Green Bay taking this one 28-21. 28-21. Gotcha. Close game, hard game to decide. Green Bay at Den- – or, I'm sorry, Cleveland at Denver. Uh both teams looking for something to build off of right now. Neither having luck. You're not going to have Flacco this weekend for the Broncos. What are we looking at for a line? Uh, Cleveland's actually favored on the road by three and a half points. What you got? I got an ugly football game, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I just do. Um, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of field goals. Baker Mayfield, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Sophomore slump. Um, I mean, he has weapons. I mean, today. Jarvis Landry, I heard, is almost questionable, so I don't know if he's going to play or not. Uh, Od- he hasn't found that a connection with Odell no, yet. No, not at the, all. The, that connection is not there. Um, total bust. I mean, going into the season, we were doing our predictions. I, I never said that uh, Cleveland was going to go and into the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, but I think I did have them competing for their division. I was totally wrong on that prediction, and I think a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there. Freddie Kitchens, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> He's on the hot seat. If they don't get something going before the end of the season and, and wind up finishing with uh, with double digit losses, I think he is gone. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of talent there's on that football so team. So much man. talent. There's on that so team. much talent on that football team. That's the reason why the Vegas odds betters, you know, had them, you know, as one of the top eight favorites to make it to the Super Bowl. Which was so there's really ludicrous. no excuse for this team to be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Baker Mayfield. You know, the, the NFL figuring them out or whatnot, but. Things just aren't going the right way over in um, Cleveland right now. One year I, I don't know what's wonders. going on. But anyways, you know, I got Denver at home winning this one, 16-13. Ugly game, a lot of field goals. Who knows? Yep, uh, I'm taking Denver too. I, I've seen Brandon Allen play. He's going to be the starter for them this weekend. I think he's going to be fine. I think that Kitchens, with his inexperience at as a head coach, is going to try and do a lot of blitzing early on, which is going to lead to options for the run game. Um, I think the toss play will be the best friend of Brandon Allen uh, on, this, on Sunday. And his tight ends will be a great help as well. Uh, don't look for a lot of – you'll get some underneath to Cortland Sutton, but that's going to be probably about all you're going to get. Uh, I also have Denver winning this game, and I have the complete dysfunction of Cleveland continuing and possibly a, a potential firing depending on how upset the uh, well, Glenn Dorsey, their GM, is. And uh, he, he's got a short fuse, so I'm surprised he's hung in as long as he is. I'm surprised get, he gave him the opportunity. If they honest. lose this one in a bad, ugly game, you never know, man, because it is firing season right now. Yes. You know? Yep, we have gotten to that point of the year. Yeah. Uh, New England at Baltimore, probably my favorite game of the week. Uh, prime time. It's going to be your 820 game on NBC. That's uh, going to be a good football game. I match, cannot actually. wait. Yeah, yeah, between that that one and Minnesota, Kansas City are my two favorite matchups of the week, to be honest with you. Uh, New England's on the road in Baltimore. I think yes. Baltimore is – were they coming off a bye? I think they had a bye. Correct. Yeah, they had a bye this week. No, they didn't. They did they not. Didn't, they no. actually beat Seattle. That's – Was it Seattle? Am I – No. No, because Seattle won last week against – I got it right here. Mm, Seahawks, let's see. Maybe they didn't play last. That's no, Seahawks beat the Falcons last week, 21 oh, okay. to 10. That's yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking of. So they must have had the bye week. Yeah, the Ravens did have a bye. Anyways, it's going to be a good football game. Mm-hmm. So um, New England's on the road, obviously favored. They're going to be favored in every game the rest of this year. Um, it's the Patriots. Yep. Is what it is. They're three and a half point favorites. I got this as a really entertaining football game, man. I mean, Lamar Miller or Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson is just going to keep, you know, I mean, he's just very hard to defend. He's going to keep, you know, his team in the game. I mean, he might have, you know, those one games where he's just not throwing the ball well because he's not there yet as a passer. But just alone with his legs, I mean, he's he's on route right now to just break some records alone as a rushing quarterback mm. that we haven't seen in a long time since like a Michael Vick or whatnot. But I think at the end, the Patriots are going to be too much. I think um, – Bill Belichick is obviously going to put a good scheme against Lamar Jackson. It's going to be an entertaining game. Baltimore is going to be really pumped up. It's going to be a really live atmosphere. I have this one really close, though, but I got New England and Brady and company. Until I see some flaws right now, I have them winning this game 26-23. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be – I agree with you. It's going to be a good one. I actually – I have New England winning this game. Um, he's going to – Belichick's going to take away your best your best thing, and that's going to be the ability for Lamar Jackson to run this ball. Yeah, you're and not going to see a 120, 130-yard rush game by him this week. Maybe 30, 40 most. Yep. 
Um, he again, he is the leading rusher, but that's not to give any discredit to Mark Ingram, who is also rushing for almost five yards a game too. And he has seven touchdowns. So the run game as a whole, I think is going to get taken away this weekend, forcing Lamar Jackson to become more of a pocket passing quarterback. Yeah. They're going to seal those edges and keep, you know, keep him from being able to go anywhere. Look for spies in the center right. would be my assumption. Right. Um, some man to man. That's total Bill Belichick right there. He's going to stop your, he's going to stop your strength. No Correct. About he's going to make exactly. you beat you the other way. And and offense the the post forty Tom Brady offense as I like to call it is a lot of dink and dunk plays. Your right. running backs, your outs, your to your Rex Burkheads, your Sony Michelles, uh, right. your uh, your James Whites, Edelman underneath. Right. All these are going to be un- options underneath to bring the the, the defense closer. Suck the, suck the defenses in right there. The thing is, though, cover. Right. I don't see that defense falling for it this week. Now with Humphrey back there, you have Earl Thomas, Marcus Peters. I don't see them falling for it. And because of that, I, I think that they're going to keep this game close, and it's going to be a low-scoring game. Surprisingly, a lot of punts. The big thing right now, um, and I can't I haven't yet to have, be able to confirm this, but I heard something about potentially Matt Bryant getting signed by the Patriots this I week. I did hear something about that. I, I heard think something I about that. Something I don't have feed. confirmation on that, but that's right. going to take away their ability to hit deep field goals. Now, I understand going to New England is like a player buff, but it's going to take away their opportunity to do that. They got rid of Nugent. They were looking at Folk. They right. ended up picking up Bryant, it, it appears. Um and uh, because of that, I think that's going to, again, keep the game close. You might see Brady going for it on fourth and ones just inside of the, the territory. And, and that, that's going to change this, the aspect of this game. Uh, I do have New England winning it. I think it's going to be a close one. It's going to be 20 to 14. Give me New England winning it late. Yeah, I do too. You know what? There's, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game right now because also another point I want to point out, uh, a lot of reason why um, Lamar Jackson has been doing a lot of running lately is his number one receiver is coming back this week, though. And, um, uh, Marquise Brown. Yep, Marquise Brown. He's very that. Yeah, Marquise Brown has out been out for a couple of weeks, and I think now they just upgraded him from doubtful to questionable, or likely or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I think he's. Can you he confirm that? Because I'm sure he's been out the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but I, I believe you're right, though. He will be back. Right, and that's a big weapon, though. He, I mean, as a rookie, he and what actually that was. You know what? West actually picked him. In the first round this year in our mock draft, and that was remember that was one of your picks. Mm-hmm. For uh, you didn't pick him to the uh, Ravens, but you had him as a first round pick. And, definitely did. And, and Antonio is what cousin? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. 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 He so, did good starting season off too. And our Monday night one, I'll let you lead this one off. It's going to be the Dallas Cowboys coming off a bye, taking on the New York Giants, who just took a loss to the Lions. Yeah, Dallas is favored by seven and a half points in New York. I mean, I said on our last podcast that I was going to, you know, bet against the Cowboys because I did the last time when we played the Eagles. I picked the Eagles and the Cowboys um, ended up playing their best game of the year all around. And I said going forward, I was going to do that. I'm not, though. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted, you know what I mean? I I wanted to so much. uh, I don't know, man. I mean, this is going to be. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a close game. I mean, yeah. it's a rivalry game. You know, anytime the Giants and Cowboys play, it doesn't matter if Wes and I are at quarterback for the Giants. Uh, no. They're gonna make it a game. It's just it is what it is. Saquon Barkley is Saquon Barkley. Um, Danny Dimes, you know, at times looks good. He's young, and at times he's gonna make mistakes. I just don't know what. I'm still not sold with the Cowboys right now, man. Like we play to our competition. I mean, we look great one week, and then I just don't know what to expect. We're coming off a bye. I'm expecting, you know, there's a, a Amari Cooper is healthier, healthier right now. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, all those little nicks and dents that the players had should be healed up. Dak's playing good ball. I don't know, man. I mean, I do have them winning this game, twenty-seven to um, actually twenty-seven to twenty. I think the Giants are going to put up points. I'm not sold on our defense right now. Um, a lot of people out there think, you know, after the Cowboys win a big game like they did against the Eagles, that oh, they're going to roll. I'm not sold on that yet, man. It's going to be a close game, but I do have Dallas winning twenty-seven twenty. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas in this one, too. I think Dallas is going to come out with some aggression. Um, like a point to prove or something. Yeah. Like, hey, like, we're, like we getting... can win back-to-back games because, I mean, we won our first three of the year, and then we lost our next three, and then we won one. It's like they got to start showing something here going into, you know, the second half of the season. They've been getting mocked all over social media because of that Jets loss, and I think it's starting to wear thin on them. So I think they are going to go out there. Um, I think Garrett's going to let Kellen Moore run this offense, and they're going to run the wheels off the Giants. Uh, as long as the defense stays stout, they'll they'll have they'll be just fine. Uh, I'm taking Dallas in this one, 35 to 17. I hope you're right, buddy. 
Me too, because I like to be right on my picks. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned it earlier. Let's touch base on it real quick for just a few minutes. Uh, no, then we'll do our lock picks too after that. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do that now. Let's go ahead and do the lock picks now because it will take a second. So, Bobby, you will be picking your locks. You are currently 7-1. and one. These are the teams you cannot pick. You ready? Uh, yeah, hold on real quick. Yep. You're fine. So you cannot pick Philadelphia, Baltimore, Dallas, the uh, L.A. Rams, New England, Seattle, San Francisco or Detroit. Whew, good lord. Yeah, we're getting into the thick of it. Yeah. Um What about Minnesota? Did you say Minnesota? Have I taken them yet or no? You have not. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb right here. Kansas City is three and a half point favorites at home. I'm going to go out on a limb right here. I'm going to say Minnesota. I'm, I'm going to take them as my I lock like this it. week. I like I'm it. Minnesota. I like I'm that I'm reaching lock. like you did that one time when you took the Jags yeah, and the Jags yeah, yeah. won that game. Who I forget who it was against, but Denver. Was Denver. Yeah, yep. that was, and the, that was before the whole, you know, we didn't know what Denver, you know, going on the road and all that. Yeah, and, yeah that was a good pick too. Yeah, Big so win. I'm going on a limb like that. What I, about you? What all right, you so I cannot pick New England, Kansas City, Dallas, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said the LA Clippers. Los Angeles Chargers, the Buffalo. You're Bills. in basketball mode right now. I, I'm all over the place. And uh, as of last week, I cannot pick the Minnesota Vikings. So. I'm not going to be jumping out on a big limb this week, but you never know. Uh, I'm just going by the, what I have available to pick. I'm going to take San Francisco on a Thursday night game versus Arizona as my lock. All right, that should be a winner right there. If it's not, that's going to be our um, first topic that we'll be talking about next yeah, week. Yeah, it's going to be no if, matter if, what. If Arizona <laughs> takes that W right there, that's definitely going to how we're going to we're going to open the show. Looking at a couple other ones that I would throw in as locks, uh, I, I would pretty much lock in Indianapolis versus Pittsburgh, uh, Philly Seattle, versus Chicago. See, to me, Seattle, but I already took them. You know, Seattle, Ooh, Tampa right. going across there over to Seattle. I think. I agree with you. And if um, you're a betting guy right there, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Wes, but that six and a half point spread right there, that's only a touchdown. That's it. And you know, at seven and a half is a big difference because that's a two point right. two score game. Right. If you're a betting guy though, and that's what I'm taking this week and watch Tampa will end up winning by twenty points or whatnot. Mm-hmm. The story of my life when it comes to betting. But anyways, that's a good pick to take right there, man. Yes, Six it and a half points. That's only one touchdown for a team going all the way across the country in Seattle that wants to show their fans that they're not just a road team that they can play at home and dominate. I agree with you. Agreed. Hundred percent. So San Francisco, Minnesota are our locks this week. We stand both at seven and one. We'll have Matt's lock on facebook and twitter again you can follow us on both of those the extra point moving on to the last thing we'll talk about today and then we're going to wrap up uh we still ran our hour which is funny yeah um halfway through the season who's your mvp offensively i mean i gotta agree with you you said earlier russell yep. wilson man i mean you're talking about a guy i mean anytime you're a quarterback and you're four and oh on the road going halfway through the season that's impressive and it wasn't against any cupcakes or duds and you know, I mean, he's just playing with such a high level of confidence right now. He's not surrounded by, the you know, the best receivers, the best running back. I mean, he's just a just a great field general. Um, doesn't turn the ball over much. I mean, there was a situation two games ago, three games ago, like late in the game, the communications and his helmet went off. So mm-hmm. he actually had to call the plays, you know, himself because the OCs couldn't communicate with him, you know, through the headsets. And he went down and won the game. And I was talking to my buddy Sorensen, you know, who's coaching over there in Seattle. And um, he's been there all the years that he's been coaching since Russell Wilson has been there. He told me, Bobby, this is he's playing the best football he's ever played right now. He's playing with such a high level of confidence. And um, I mean, they're playing great football right now. I got to go Russell Wilson, bro. I mean, it, it, there's there's a lot of other people out there like Christian McCaffrey, you know, who is definitely worthy of um, the conversation as far as, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. But I got to go Russell, bro. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm Russell on this as well. I think he's he's the motor that keeps that team running every day of the week. If you if you lose him, like he's one of those teams in the NFL where you say when you get that one injury, you're done. That's obviously like you know like a Tom Brady or um, we thought Drew Brees, but Ted Bridge, they don't have that in Seattle. If you lose Russell Wilson, you are legit. I, like I don't even know who their backup quarterback is right now, but if you lose a Russell Wilson, that's it, man. I mean, it, it'd be very tough to overcome. Defensive MVP, a little bit harder of a question. I would have said uh, that's a that's a tough one, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, the teams that are playing the best defensive football right now, obviously, are the 49ers are playing good. I can't give Nick Bosa the uh, no. uh, defensive MVP. I mean, I mean, I put him up there for rookie, you know, yeah. def- uh, defensive MVP player, but. Um, sh- 
I mean, Bobby, I mean, I don't want to say Seattle again. I mean, Bobby Wagner's a guy that always has, you know, I mean, he, he's, consistent. You know, he's the heart and soul of that football, of that defense. Um, bro, I don't know, man. I yeah. mean, I'll go out on a well, limb on this one. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that and we'll think on that one. We'll think on that I don't that know. That's, that's a, a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough yeah. question. I, I thought do, of do you have somebody in mind that I mean, you can think of? I, I was trying to think about somebody. I mean, Kilio Mack starting the season off, you know, the way that, I mean, Aaron Donald, I want to say an Aaron Donald, but I mean, they just, you know, you I mean, don't. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I mean those are the sexy names to pick. You know exactly. I mean, I mean exactly. those are the ones that you want to pick. The I don't even mind names, your but. Bobby Wagner one. The Patriots, I mean, as a as a collective unit or an MVP caliber defense, I just can't pick one player out of their defense to say, hey, I mean McCordy, I'd probably say is excellent Gilmore. Right. You know, and, even Collins has been great on that defense. Yeah, I mean, if you ask, you know, any you know NFL analyst, ESPN analyst, I'm sure you know they'll probably be <clears> like we are, like hmm, that's a hard one to pick right now. Yeah. You know, offensive wise, it's a lot easier to you know, pinpoint. Right. Um, offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, who do you got? I mean, I gotta, I'm, I'm got down to two. I got two. So, yeah. um, it's 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 Brian. Honestly, right now, it's a crapshoot between Josh Jacobs and Gardner Minshew. I think those are my two rookies of the year right now. Now, I think if you you're hard pressed to ask me about the two. I'm going to pick Jacobs because he's probably going to start the rest of the season. Right. We don't know about Minshew. Right. And yet. you're coming from a guy that wasn't even a starter at Alabama, and then you know, kind of reached on him in the first round. The Raiders did, and mm-hmm. he's actually been way more productive. I actually, I was I had him as a bust. We that was did. that was one of my like worst picks, you know, uh, in the first round. Same. You know, the Raiders taking him. So very good point. Yep. But I will go. You know what? I will go. Mar- I will go Minshew. I mean, it, you know, being a rookie quarterback in the NFL is the hardest thing to do. And he was getting, he got thrown to the wolves in the second or what first quarter of the game. Yeah, uh, week uh, one against the Chiefs. First quarter, sec- uh, third drive. Right. Quarter, third so, drive. Um, and his current record right now is what well, he lost what two games or he is three and two, three four and, and two? three I think three and, three? three and four. Excuse me, three and four. He won. It, I don't count the first game of the season, um, which was an L actually. So four and three. He's four and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go Minshew on that. As far as rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year. There's a few out there, you know, there's a few, but I'll be honest with you. I'm going to go Nick Bosa with the, um, the San Fran 49ers. I mean, that defense is lights out. I mean, that kid is just doing, I mean, it's not even just from the last game where you have four sacks and that one interception. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just totally dominating the football right now on that side of the ball. He's, um, I don't know, man. I mean, he's kind of running away with it. I think in my eyes, there's other guys making great uh, plays and a couple stats. As a matter of fact, like you said, Josh Allen as yep. well. You know, who's They're looking really good stats. And uh, actually right. the, with the exception of the interception by Bosa, it's, it's right. Almost if he didn't have that one highlight play that everybody saw on ESPN well, and whatnot, NFL primetime, it's the Bosa name as well. You can't dispute right. that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my pick is Josh Allen though. I'm going all, I mean, all Jags essentially. I think he's been just as productive, if not more productive in certain situations. He's not on a winning football team. Which is unfortunately he doesn't have as much him. support, you know, going on, you know, on that defensive side of the ball well, as. Um, he, he, and you know, I, I want to say that, I mean, but he, he does. does. I mean, he's, he's got like Calais Campbell. He's he has got one of the best defensive right. lines in the, in the league. So right. uh, I will say that he is getting his support. I just think that if you're looking at a maybe a five, you know, a five and three, six and two sort of Jags team, we're having a different conversation about Allen, especially. And and with the majority of Jags games, with the exception of Kansas City, they've been one score games. So right, right. But uh, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Um, Week 9 picks are in. Uh, we will get Matt's up on the website on Facebook and Twitter. And you can always follow us on uh, RSS.com. You can follow us on Podcast Addicts. You can follow us on iTunes. And you can follow us on iHeartRadio. Uh, yep. until- We're going to have some guests coming up soon too, guys. Yep. High school football down here in Florida is starting to come. Well, the playoffs are coming on right now. So after the season, we're going to have definitely Coach Sward, um, Wes and I's friend. They're going to be joining the show. And um, maybe we'll do like a little live broadcast, you know, later on towards the season over yes. at uh, Scott Squirk and Pint. But, um, you know, once things start slowing down a little bit, but hey, go Nats. Go Strohs. <laughs> it's going to be a good one tonight, guys. Yeah. One of us is going to wake up tomorrow with a headache that's not going to be worth it. And the other is going to be in nothing but pure bliss. <laughs> Absolutely. For Bobby, I'm Wes. This has been the Extra Point. We will take, see you next take week. Take care, guys. Peace.